Hello, everyone. This is the Easy Allies podcast. I'm your host and moderator, Kyle Bossman, and joining us this week, Michael Huber. Hey, everyone. Daniel Bloodworth. Hey. And Brandon Jones. Hey as well. Hey as well. Hey to you, Kyle. So this is a thing that I frequently have to do throughout the year. I have to tell you that we recorded this podcast on Tuesday night. There's an event happening Thursday night. You may be listening to this podcast after Thursday night. Mm -hmm. We're not going to talk about the Nintendo Switch reveal. This happened. We were were talking about these things before that has happened. We will not be talking about it in this episode, but we will have... On the YouTube channel, mm-hmm. our pre-show and post-show analysis. Live reactions. Yeah, yeah. There will be much analysis of everything Nintendo Switch. So check out YouTube.com slash Easy Allies. For the, the people right sitting on this couch, we're going to be talking about the Switch. Simply not on this podcast this week. And then next week, we'll probably even talk about all that stuff, too. Boom. Boom. You're not just... No. Sing it. Yeah, yeah. Don't tease them. Don't how, tease how many them like times that. am I going to keep singing that? Because we're, we're still going to do that leading up. There's to still going to be speculation and rumors. Yeah, and yeah. We still stuff have leading up to launch. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to do one? No, I don't. Oh, okay. Uh, Huber, no news, please. no song. No news, no song. <laughs> Come on, Laura Dale. Uh, roll the die for us. Three. Huber picks himself. Huber, you get the level one prove it ticket. Sweet. It's all yours. The subject of heated debate last week. Yeah, and I, you know, I just don't even deal with it. So uh, now let's begin corrections. Begin corrections. Music, please. Uh, platypodes is pronounced platypodes. Oh, nice. Yeah. If we want to get into that later, we can. We're not. I mean, <laughs> it's platypi. We're sticking with it. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. are sticking with it. But it <laughs> platypi is a real word in a dictionary. Platypodes is a theoretical word based on what you think the plural should be. Oh. <laughs> theoretical, wow. Uh, Volition is the developer of the Red Faction games that we oh, couldn't remember. Sure. Yeah. Um, today, known as Deep Silver Volition. Oh, that's part I didn't of their... realize that they had changed the name. Yeah, huh? that's official. Weird fact that a lot of people wanted to share is that Red Faction is in the same universe as Saints Row. Crazy. Isn't that weird? Red Faction? Yeah. I know that the new all, game it's is. It's all volition. Yeah. Well. Yeah, pretty cool. Shared universe. Blew my mind. That doesn't make any sense. Why would they do mind. that? <laughs> oh, yeah, just for fun, because they have fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're making Saints Row, it's like, why not make it the same universe? Yeah. In Red Faction, you're like, oh, well, we got a lot of baggage now of that world existing. But if you're Saints Row, why not? Uh, Tales of Berseria, that's a game that I skipped. Always miss one when we're talking about big games. That is January 24th. Killer Instinct Season 3 is over. I said it's coming up. No, it's all done. It's wrapped. They're still adding things to it. But so this is like is the box over. copy that's what threw you off? Um, because ga- season two is with Games with Gold this month. Okay. And that is the box copy, season two. Oh. And then, yeah, season three, the one with uh, Battletoads and General Rom and all that, that is over. Uh, all those characters are have been added. Okay, so we have some Mass Effect Andromeda lore. Um, here we go. You are a Pathfinder trying to find a new home for humanity. Uh, but you're not the first... Pathfinder in Andromeda, you were part of a large 20,000 crew of people making a 600-year trip. Uh, your dad, Alec Ryder, who is also a Pathfinder, has already been in Andromeda for a while. How long that while has been in has yet to be revealed. So we don't know how long our dad, Alec Ryder, has been in Andromeda, but you know we're we're one of. Is there like cryo sleep? You can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how. That's with a six hundred years cool. of sleep. So, so yeah, yeah. Here, like... Here's the thing, because I dug into this after the podcast too. Yeah. Like, basically, the, this uh, fleet or convoy or whatever you want to call it, 
they left like right around the end of Mass Effect 2. So they don't know anything that happened. They don't know what choice the player made. They have no way of communicating with the Milky Way. Cool. It's like completely broken off from all of that. Yeah. Tying that connection to Mass Effect 2 as much you can as much as you can. Yeah, yeah. Aware. Don't tell Brad though. Brad still thinks he has to finish three. That's me too. <laughs> oh, you too? Yeah, I've never finished it. It's just the thing, it's irrelevant. That's what they just said. The yeah. end of three is irrelevant. Don't worry to. about I it. Yeah. Don't need do to it. Finish the fight. Uh let's end correction music though. Uh oh, one last update. Mass Effect Andromeda will release March 21st. We, there was some debate whether, whether we thought it would be canceled. Yeah, that was really fun. Yeah. I stuck to my guns, and it's coming. Cool. Sorry, what'd you say, Huber? It's really soon. March 21st? It's like two months. No. Oh, I guess Just so. Not, yeah, it's Just a little over bit months. over two months, yeah. That seems really fast. So yeah. Probably the same day as the Switch. I mean, I don't mean to no, bring... No, Switch will probably be on a Friday. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's going to be 15th, March 5th. We should have done a bet on release date. Mm. Um, Hubert, I mean, I don't mean to start a new podcast with last week's news, but uh, we were pretty down on Andromeda hype-wise last week. Where are you at? Um, uh, me- Positively medium. There we go. Yeah. That's what we needed. We needed mm-hmm. a positively medium. Positively medium. Okay. I think... Uh, I know I never finished three. It just came out at a time when I was like saddled with other things. Uh, always intended to play through it. Um, didn't love it as much as I loved two from what I played, but I have such strong feelings for Mass Effect one and two that, you know, I, I'm excited to go back and play three and play this one too. Hopefully I can catch up before then. Yeah. Cause I was so committed. I read the books, man. No, I read, I read one book. I read, no. I read a book that is a prequel to Mass Effect one before I played Mass Effect 1, that's how hyped nice. I was. Whoa. Well, yeah. the thing that was cool read? about some of the books, at least the one I read, like, where they actually were written by mm-hmm. one of the guys on the team. The, like, lead so, like, writer. an actual writer. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it's not like just some weirdo, like, making stuff up about the Mass Effect universe. Yeah. Like yeah. straight canon. So there, there's actually... Hard uh, canon. If I remember right, there's... Was it two or three? I forget which, like, bit it was in between. But yeah, like, when I played the game... The next game after that book, like I saw like small references to characters that yeah. were in that book, so that yeah. was kind of fun. Same with one. The it was all about like Saren was his the mm-hmm. villain. Or Absolutely, Sarah? it was S-A-R-E-N. all about Saren and the main the main commander, the main like your protege, your 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 guy. I mean, oh, like your leader. Oh, Commander Shepard. No, 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 no. That, <laughs> the guy yeah. Shepard works for. <laughs> yeah, no idea, I've man. No idea. It's been so long yeah, now, yeah. like five years. Um. It kind of kills me that no matter what, you know, we'll all have very different characters that, that make very different decisions. But did you hear what they did with the male-female thing? Mm. It's brilliant. They're twins. It's a brother and sister. Yeah. So whichever one you pick, then the other one is still out there doing stuff and they exist in the universe. Cool. This is what I'm not digging. Why? Because no matter what our characters are, we all have the same dad named Alec Ryder. <laughs> That's kind of a cheesy name. That's but. like we all have to go find our dad, Alec Ryder. No matter what your Mass Effect journey is, no matter what yours is, we're all finding Alec Ryder. Uh, that's crazy to me. Yeah, but the way you go on that journey will be different. Okay. You know? It all ends with Alec Ryder. Yeah. But everything in between, <laughs> everything in between leading up to Alec Ryder. It's Ryder with a Y, Huber. Ryder. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, so maybe one of the reasons I'm procrastinating, my favorite way to start a show is with a game announcement. We don't have that this week. We have a game unannouncement this week. Oh, yeah. Uh, The big headline this week is that Scalebound has been canceled. Please allow me to read the press release. Oh, yeah. After careful deliberation, 
Microsoft Studios has come to the decision to end production for Scalebound. We're working hard to deliver an amazing lineup of games for our fans this year, including Halo Wars 2, Crackdown 3, State of Decay 2, Sea of Thieves, and other great experiences. For more information on our 2017 plans, please visit this website, which uh, kind of recapped the 2016 for them and talked more about 2017, uh, mostly talking about uh, Scorpio in addition to those things and third party. Well, they didn't talk about that at all. Hmm. <laughs> they barely one sentence. A sentence. You're right, yeah, one yeah, sentence, yeah. and it's like, Closure hey, Halo Wars 2 is coming up. Game, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. State of Decay 2 in 2017. Sorry? State of Decay 2 in 2017. I thought we, may, we might have to wait a little longer for that, but. Uh, I mean, we'll talk about each of those games individually. It is something I want to do. Yeah, uh, it's it's not that exciting of a thing to bring up when you say, "Hey, we just took away this like really cool concept of a game," mm-hmm. you know, and and you know, like I felt like E three this past E three like didn't really prove it to me. Like like that demo wasn't very exciting, but I like I still in my head was like, "Oh, they're they're gonna pull it off. It's platinum. It's a cool concept. It'll you know, it's gotta be cool." And uh, especially after like some of the things you know we were talking about, like some of the things Microsoft said in the past about oh what we've seen behind closed doors, this is going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. And then you know to say okay you're not you're not getting this, but you're going to get State of Decay too. And I'm like, I don't know that I'm interested in even playing State of Decay too. <laughs> sure. Um, and then like Halo Wars two is in a weird spot because it's like I'm pretty confident that's going to be an excellent game, but I like it's it's this weird like cross-section niche of people that are going to care about it yeah you know, absolutely it's, it's like not all the halo fans are going to care yeah. about it we had a hard time not it all down the strategy that fans are going to care about it because it's designed for consoles yeah. or whatever mm-hmm. no it's, i think you're just you're defining it well we do we tried to discuss this last week we're like what is its home and i think blood kind of nailed it here it is it's a very strange cross-section of these people who kind of care together if they yeah. kind of care about halo and they kind of care about rts games yeah. that are there together tough so all right you know what yeah i plan to do that later let's yeah no i do want to talk about Scalebound first and foremost before we tear apart that yeah. announcement um because this is kind of you don't see a cancellation like this this is almost historically unprecedented sure you see bigger games get canceled but not this late and you see smaller games get canceled this late but not this big this is a huge game that was canceled very late it was at gamescom in august you could at e3 and people could go play this yeah. game and mm. f- for it to be in two E3s back to back and present, like have a CG in. This had a better demo at E3 than Final Fantasy 15. <laughs> Did it? The Titan demo, dude. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sure, like, sure. like the skill on demo wasn't like amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, like I wasn't like that didn't like sell the game for but me. But like the Final Fantasy 15 Titan thing didn't even work. Like, yeah, I you couldn't even tell. The guy playing it didn't even know what was going on. <laughs> yeah. And then here we, yeah, here we are. And there was, was there any rumors? Was there anything? Well, we kind of knew that was going to happen. There were rumblings um, that Scalebound was was in trouble. I can say not that I was aware of. Not that I was aware of at all. I feel like in retrospect, you could say, but I don't think for real. Yeah, it's a retrospect. Yeah. I, I, I don't think there was any real hint. It's like, oh, they're going to cancel this game. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't expecting it. Yeah. They're hyping it up. Uh, it is also, uh, I'd say, the second big showpiece game. And when I say the showpiece, it means like at E3, they're showing off this game. They're proud of it. Uh, Fable Legends. Also, canceled. Huge game. Play, yeah. People are playing it at shows. Also got canceled in this generation. But that one at least it was showed a bunch of times. It was about a year and a half where they were running the same demo. And I was kind of like, it, again, it, it started to feel a little troublesome. And you're dealing with the Fable franchise. And so it's like, I oh, got a lot to prove if like 
well, that... you're going to try to excite people from that franchise. There's not a lot's been going on there with well, scale-bound, that... like new IP, new concept. You know, every time we saw something new, it seemed on the scale of where we should be at that point, based on when it was announced. The, yeah, and I think gone. the thing is, is I mean, and and both both companies were really guilty of this. I think when when this new generation came up, they were so eager to announce games. Oh yeah, that this just this you know, literally vaporware was announced like the phantom dust thing that apparently never really existed in a huge form right the black tusk studios thing where they like backpedal and said oh this isn't actually a game mm-hmm. you know and crackdown's you know, really fuzzy at the moment crackdown like, was there when is it coming out them? what version of that is it going to be when it comes out like do we really believe crackdown's actually still going to come out like it's it's it keeps getting pushed and pushed and pushed and now multiplayer only first but then that got pushed like what is happening there yeah and then uh you know, even Sea of Thieves, sea of which is, is the last you know, I, I hope that game comes out. But what they brought to E3 was like a very small vertical slice chunk demo of ship combat that's not connected to anything else that would be in that game. Sure. So there's no real proof that that's going to come together and work. And what's really interesting about this conversation right now is we're talking about those games. We're not talking about Scalebound, Scalebound in that particular instance. We wouldn't be having that conversation if Scalebound wasn't just canceled. Right. Right. And it, it is, it is, it's just adding doubt. When something like this happens, it just adds doubt, I think. That's what uh, I want to talk about. What do you want to talk doubt. about? Tell me. Doubting Microsoft in, in so many ways on so many levels. Like, fans doubting Microsoft, developers doubting Microsoft. Like, this, if you were to do a public opinion poll on Microsoft right now, I'm sure it would be not, not in a good place. Because, again, of... Phantom Dust, uh, Fable Legends, it's just been like one big cancellation after another, and it's just a bummer. Yeah. I'm so bummed out right now, Kyle. I forgot to, like, I, I wrote down that this is probably unprecedented, that like, this is the biggest cancellation. I actually think Fable Legends was bigger because they didn't just cancel that game, they just shut down Lionhead. Right. And they said, yeah, you know what, Lionhead's gone, forget about Fable games. It's like, whoa, yeah. you used to love Fable games, Xbox, you used to love that. Yeah. And they're like, not anymore, it's our bottom line, baby. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, that was a studio that they actually owned, whereas Platinum is independent. Right. Um, But that's another thing, too, is that, like, that was a key relationship they had with a japanese publisher you know and so like it kind of represents that as well as like an like another nail in the coffin for you know getting something that like nobody in in japan's buying the xbox anyways but it's like that people that appreciate that kind of game in the west like Mm -hmm. wow i would not be surprised if sony does another kojima and says yo kamiya come on over let's go platinum exclusive on ps4 Mm -hmm. like i bet they're already trying to meet with him yeah we're switch. making the switch yeah yeah i mean that's what i've been kind of I, I, i've been saying all week just because of the timing of like yeah. wonderful 101 and wonderful 101 it's exclusive on absolutely yeah yeah bayonetta it's happened too yeah oh yeah, yeah. bayonetta too great absolutely uh yeah so it is it should we talk about platinum uh basically the thing i don't want to do with this discussion is kind of try to figure out why we think it got canceled because there's lots of rumors out yeah. there yeah uh about what was going on with its development but uh, Platinum's is such an interesting developer. Uh, just a, a Japanese studio. It's been working on other people's games for a while, mm-hmm. in, in a weird way. Uh, you know, it's been working on games for Activision with uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Korra and Transformers. Uh, Nintendo with Star Fox. And so uh, it's uh, Konami with Metal Gear Solid Rising. 
Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Uh, and so, yeah, it's weird. It's got a weird place. And I want to know what the panel is. I don't think it's that them. weird. I think it's Tell just me. a little bit more public. Sure. Because, um, like, did you watch the the Daniel Dwyer Rocket League documentary? I did saw you? part one. Okay. But, like, in there, they talked about how, you know, as a studio, like, when they were early on, like, they were balancing, you know, working on, like, their dream part. games. But also. But also, like, bringing in the contract work to make money. And he said, I need a good balance of those things. Yeah. I love that part of the interview, actually. That was and really so, cool. and I, I, I think that's the same kind of thing to Platinum's, you know, trying, try, like, we want to work on our pet projects, but we need the money to fund those. Yeah. And, and, and that's common throughout the industry. You know, Silicon Knights did that kind of thing. Uh, space, which we're going to talk about later. Sure. Did that kind of thing. Yeah. And so it's, it's one of those things that, yeah, as, as a developer that's, you know, not owned directly by a publisher, like you have to kind of find ways to make that work. And some do and some don't. <laughs> you know? So yeah, Are you worried about Platinum after this? I think it's a big contract. Yeah. You know, uh, I I don't know enough from the business side to know like if that really hurts their bottom line, but it could be a thing where like they can't afford to keep all those people on staff, mm-hmm. you know, without pulling in another contract to make up for it. Which is where a Sony or a Nintendo would have to step yeah. up really to pay for half their studio. Um, it would need to be somebody that large mm-hmm. who's willing to take a loss on it. Yeah. Uh, crazy. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else to say about Scalebound. Um, oh, this was crazy. Polygon picked up on it. Uh, just wiped off the YouTube page. Wiped off uh, the uh. their Microsoft's like listing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like this game's been canceled. If you go to xbox.com slash Scalebound, it's like gone. Purge the file. Purged. Yeah, the videos, the trailers from those E3s past that's, just gone. That's some gross. Redacted. That's some gross stuff about the internet right now. Yeah. Especially like, with like, you know, when companies, like they're trying to like pull in all those ad revenues that like they put on the copyright notices on anybody else to like oh, sure. repost a trailer. If, and I, if I make a Scalebound video, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, but I mean, not just a video, but like if, you know, like, you know, like game trailers like we just posted all the trailers you know like a lot of the times like those will get strikes like the red dead redemption 2 trailer if you put that up like you wouldn't get a strike but you would get a like the ad money would go to rockstar rockstar sure so that discourages people from even doing that because they're not going to benefit from it so now it's like it really is up to the people that downloaded Skill Mountain videos yeah. for it to even exist for anyone to look at it exactly because the weird thing is if i'm a business person i would say yeah wipe them I don't want anybody seeing those trailers anymore. I don't want them getting excited about a game that they'll never get. Wipe them. You know, I would do that. And it is strange, though, because, like, we love those trailers. We love video game history. And the idea that they would just get wiped completely is so depressing. I I also have another perspective on uh, just the, the... Sorry, I just thought of this right now. Wait, just hold on. What is Jones cracking up about? there was a hub where you could go to get all the oh, greatest see. All right. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, you mean, like, a singular That's, website? That seems like a good racket to get in. <laughs> you get the trailers, you keep them for yourselves. Yeah. Um, Give them to the little man. Just, you know, if you cancel a game, you, you obviously don't believe in it. You don't think it's going to be very good mm-hmm. uh, for whatever reason. And, you know, Microsoft is definitely taking all of the heat right now for canceling this. Whereas, if the game came out and was terrible, it would be more damaging to Platinum and, mm-hmm. and Kamiya. Absolutely. True. So, I, I just think it's, you know... Yeah, because that, that's a, a the thing. It, like move on Microsoft's part to, to cancel it and take all the heat. Sure. Yeah, that, 
it's it's hard to say without knowing a lot more, and it's going to be one yeah. of those things that we're going to get a documentary on in a year. You know, it's like, because it's it's a crazy thing to, for for Microsoft to go from being super excited about this game and what it means for their platform mm-hmm. and and getting that to saying this isn't going to work out, yeah. and it could be totally the right call. It could be nobody's fault, and it's just a project that wasn't going to come together, or it could be due to corporate meddling to try to make it more attractive to people or it could be you know due to it being the wrong kind of game for platinum it's like you just you have no clue Mm -hmm. this is why i I just have so little stock in anybody on stage at an event i've said this before like telling me why they're excited like i don't care why you're excited you you, you're you're getting paid to be excited like (laughs) just show me the thing and then i can determine if i'm excited about it and why other people should be excited Mm -hmm. the quicker you can get to the product the less uncomfortable it is now when it's we're done and you start thinking back to these interviews you've had and these moments where these like you know executives are just like oh yeah scalebound very excited about that oh yeah lionhead great company you know and it's like oh wait no never mind because on the other end they'll they won't say anything we'll we'll get a sentence being like we're not doing it Anyway, we have other games. You're like, you're not gonna, you're not gonna say thanks, Platinum. You're not gonna say that's crazy. Hey, yeah. you know, it was just our decision. We're not gonna get like we we don't want to get into the details. You're not even gonna say you're not gonna get into the details. You just nope, nothing. You get yeah. nothing. Mm. It was so like <laughs> what on stage on stage at E3, seeing somebody playing a live demo of a game. The n- number of times that game has been canceled is probably fewer than five. That this is so rare. It like is it is worth appreciating. Yeah, like this is bizarre. it is a very rare thing to ever happen. Uh, something very wrong happened. Who knows? That's so crazy to me. Uh, Got the rain. Ooh, that sounds so nice. Raining. Oh, yeah. That hard I rain. I love it. Mm. Heavy rain. Did you read the uh, the Phantom Dust? That stuff is crazy. It is really crazy, and it, it makes you wonder about Microsoft. And again, it all comes back to that word doubt. It's like, who's going to okay. want to move forward now and partner with Microsoft on a game after such a big cancellation like this and other cancellations in the past. It's, it's all It's the adding up. up. Please tell yeah. the audience who may not be familiar with what the Phantom Dust thing was. Tell, explain that. Uh, a inside, an inside source close <laughs> to the Phantom Dust development uh, basically was saying that Microsoft was forcing things upon the game uh, that they gave them a budget of $5 million mm-hmm. uh, for a multiplayer-only game. Yeah. And then came back after the, the dotted line had been signed on and said, actually, we want a campaign as well. No more no money. No more money, no more extra people. No more extra time. No extra time. Then uh, the, the demo or the, the CG trailer that yeah. was shown at E3, they didn't even know about. They right. didn't make it. Uh, so there were just all I knew these... that part from... The past, yeah. Yeah. Crazy. So, just some crazy dealings. Uh, to have Again, a separate it, it, company it, it, not even talk to the team who's making the game is just yeah. not, just make a cool CG trailer for us. Yeah. That is, it's insane to read that article. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it is just basically like a expose, but it's not from a journalist. It's just somebody speaking like, here, this yeah. is everything that happened to us. A whistleblower. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Huber. Uh, yeah, that's a crazy thing to read. Uh, I don't assume any deal is as bad as that deal was, but uh, yeah, that w- just reading what happened to Phantom Dust is crazy to me. Yeah. And then people still think like a Phantom Dust is coming because after that game was canceled, uh, the, the public statement was like, oh, we're still working on some Phantom Dust thing probably. And people were like, oh, it's coming then. It's like, yeah. no, it's not. It's <laughs> not coming. swept under the rug. Yeah. Oh, I mean, maybe they'll do an HD remake of Phantom Dust or something. I just, I don't. Weird. Weird, weird, weird to like look at the E3 history of the Xbox One, uh, 
and the games it's accomplished, basically. Because there's not a lot. Uh, Gears of War 4 happened. You know, there's, there's Halo 5 happened. Uh, the Forza games have been great. Yeah. Oh, and that's the thing I want to talk about, too. I'm what? sorry to keep this going, but no, it's no, like... No, no, I like this. It's like... Scalebound was the risk game. It was taking a big risk. It was like, yo, check out this crazy, wild, co-op, dragon-hunting monster. Like, this game looks From weird, platinum. and I love it. Like, yeah. this is awesome mm-hmm. as, as an Xbox One gamer. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, while Halo 5 and Gears 4... Are, and forts are, are solid games. They're safe games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't take a lot of risks. They are what you expected. They're great. Yeah, but Scalebound, Scalebound was just this new crazy wacky thing. I guess though, in defense, I would say they have other crazy wacky games. They had Sunset Overdrive and, and it, Quantum Break. Yes, and both of those did not do well. Yeah, commercially, which and is I, I so think upsetting. that fed into this. I think that totally fed into you know the the expectations of Scalebound. Man. Because there was effort. There, like you are just saying, there was a yeah. genuine effort from Microsoft. Let's put some weird games on Xbox One. Totally. Let's get some weird exclusives. Those are trying to be different. Like, yeah. Especially Quantum Break. And, Even and Fable Legends. Like, it was yeah. It was a familiar IP, which Good made call. it safer. But it was, it, design-wise, it was pretty pretty weird. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're right. Those, yeah, those did take, take a risk. Take a risk and... I don't know. I think... What else was on there? Oh, Crackdown. Crackdown 3. Man, so I was looking it up. It was last year. This time last year. Mm-hmm. January of 2016. Uh, Microsoft was listing... And it, was, it wasn't at E3, right? They didn't... No, it was delayed at E3. Yeah. So uh, they listed it as uh, coming out summer of 2016. In parentheses, multiplayer only. So there was going to be like some chopped up multiplayer only version of, of Crackdown 3 that was going to come out last summer. Chopped up. Then at E3, they said, it's delayed, but when it comes out eventually, it'll be the whole package. And now we're here in 2017 with the promise of Crackdown 3 coming out in 2017. And it's hard to believe. It is hard to believe. And I, it, I want to hear Jones talking about Crackdown 3. I'm eager. Uh, Give me something. Well, yeah, I don't hate the Crackdown yeah. series. Yeah, yeah. One was was really refreshing. I think that's like, how everybody feels. Like two is like <laughs> zombies don't. Yeah. Every yeah. time, every time I would level up. Well, even two, like my wife is in two, so I don't. Yeah, I, no, I, I harbor no ill feelings towards two. <laughs> what does she do? What is uh, she, what she's is she? one of the soldiers running around. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I made a video where I ran around and killed her a bunch of times, um, threw her off of buildings and stuff. Uh, but does she sounds sad or comical. Uh, yeah, well, a little bit of both. Yeah. Okay. She, uh, I think she was supposed to be serious, but she can tell she kind of cheesed some of the lines a little bit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Crackdown reminds me of um, not Infamous, but the other one, um, Prototype. Prototype. Where like I didn't expect a lot from Prototype One and Two. I just kind of wanted a fun game where I could jump around and throw people mm. and stuff. Yeah. And I wanted a, a, a Incredible Hulk: Ultimate Destruction. I just want that game again, you know. And yeah. So uh, I was excited. So so when I I saw what they were like, okay, well we're gonna take this to the next level and like um like it's not just cars now and co-op and stuff. Like whole buildings you're gonna be able to take down. And I was like, great, fantastic, go for it. Yeah. And just. These games just go away. Jones, now you got me hyped on Crackdown 3 thinking about Prototype. Oh, yeah. When we were doing our, our fantasy <laughs> picks, it was my sleeper. I, I, I do think there's potential in a Crackdown 3. It's good to have those types of games. Uh, you know, we're yeah, just feeling what, negative What's weird about Crackdown 3 is it's like the name Crackdown, for some reason, is like this safety net. Like, I don't feel like there's anything in Crackdown 3 that really resembles the first two games that much. Oh, no, totally. Hopping around. Hopping and around, like, yeah. The narrator. I yeah. guess. Welcome, agent. Like, so they got the, the same the visual, guy. like, colors. Yeah, the sure. neon city. Yeah. And... 
The idea of just being able to just climb a wall of a building is pretty cool, blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's all this, that's all you need, right? Yeah. Prototype 2. They're like sprinting through. Did you play through Prototype 2? I did. Nice. At game trailers for some reason. I remember staying late. <laughs> I don't know why I was playing Prototype 2 at game trailers. Yeah. Before like reason, and for- I remember like Ryan Stevens and stuff coming over after hours and they're like, why are you playing this? <laughs> and I think I was, I was just like, oh, I just, just felt like playing it. <laughs> oh, so you're just playing it for the fun of it. Yeah, just like after work when it was over. Huh. I just like booted it up. And got through it. So and that's I, how you get, if you're an intern right now, that's how you get a job. It's just yeah. stay after work, just stay to work, just playing games. Yeah. Uh that's funny. Uh, okay, so let's talk about going forward. Let's talk about the future. Let's talk about the Xbox One lineup without scale bound. Well, Forza Motorsport Seven, which is not on that list, but is definitely coming Inevitable. This year. Yeah. Uh do you think so, Blood? Do you think that it'll just be Horizon regular, Horizon Vanilla alternating years? They won't. It ha- they they've never missed a year. It's oh, yeah. been every other year for Forza. But like, what if there's a new one in between? What if there's a third? No, that's what I'm saying. It's like every, for Forza Motorsport, it's yeah. been every other year since the series started. Okay, so you you'd think the off year would be a Horizon year, basically. Yeah, that's okay. that's basically what they, why they brought in the Horizon team is to fill in the off years. Sure. Because it's like we're not going to be able to put in something that makes anyone interested in in those years. So yeah, let's bring in a completely different kind of game. And a really exciting kind of game. Whereas I think when Forza 7 is announced, it's going to be like, oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, at E3 this year, they'll need a Halo trailer. Big time. Yeah. Or something it's else. They probably will tease Some it. Some kind of new fun IP from a, from a fun yeah. action developer would be great. Oops. <laughs> but something yeah. like that, yeah. That's always why I don't like CG trailers. I, I, I always talk about that with you, John. Just right. I like when they show gameplay. It's, and it's like with Halo, you can make that trailer whenever. That game could be six months in development or like two and a half years in development. You've never shown the game off, you know. Yeah, yeah. just slap, uh, you know, have Master Chief picking up a helmet. That'll get in everyone the desert. psyched. The yeah, desert. there's yeah. kind of an earthquake oh, and yeah. then a ship comes out. You know. Halo 6. Ha- yeah. Suckers. There you go. Here's your CG <laughs> I'm sorry, it's not Halo 6 anymore. It'll be, <laughs> probably gonna be, it'll exactly be Halo, Halo Covenant. Ooh, that's a good title, though. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah Huber, I love CG trailers, but I totally get it in this discussion. I mean, even Rhyme turned out to be a CG trailer. You know what I mean? Like uh, that <laughs> a really Rhyme creative one, though. Yeah, Rhyme is actually coming out pretty soon. Yeah, and there's actual gameplay of Rhyme, Rhyme now. Pretty cool. Yeah, we never covered that on this podcast, but like Rhyme's happening. We talked about it when Sony dropped it, but I didn't talk about it when they picked it up again, and like IGN's covering it now. They're covering it very well. I think they have 25 minutes of gameplay. Check out IGN. I think it's chopped up. No. I like when you say that. Chopped up. Chopped. You just got a chopped up version of this game. Well, no, if, it's, if it's just like, here's the multiplayer only, the story's coming later, it's like, don't bother with the story then. Just yeah. don't. Just do multiplayer only in that case. That, that seems like a test. If like a multiplayer sells crazy, then we'll mm-hmm. finish that story thing. But if they don't, then there's a clear picture that we did the right thing. We released the best part of the game first, and then now we're now we're done. Yeah, honestly, I think if you're a huge publisher, you can look at the success of GTA Online, and you can say, "Oh, we should just do that." Right. We don't need the campaign. We should just do that thing. Well, and- the stuff that they're talking about with Crackdown Three was a buildings falling over and all that, like Deep Mind. What is Deep Mind? No, by the no, way? no, no. Sure. It's it was no. It but was I, uh, I, I, uh, the, the the cloud. The cloud. Yeah, cloud. Yeah. The cloud. Yeah. So like that stuff working like that's more impressive 
in a multiplayer environment. Like we've kind of seen those types of things. Um, Playing and, on our own. Yeah, like in yeah. single player. So like to sure. see that happening, like on a server with a bunch of people around, you know, and, and and actually a person causing that to drop a building on you, like yeah, that's that's definitely going to be more impressive than like trying to make some campaign like wedged into that. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I, I think I think it honestly makes sense. I feel like if they're going to do a campaign, it's going to be one of these things where they just feel like they have to tick off that box because all the people are going to complain. You're going to charge $60 for this and there's no single player? Fan yeah. We need a campaign. Yeah. Oh, That's what they said. No. That is what they said. Or allegedly. Yeah. No. Allegedly, of allegedly. course. Uh, Bloody, just reminded me of the final boss of Crackdown 1. Uh, we had the best time because it's at, a, it's at a tall tower. I think the tallest tower in the game. And you get up there and there's a boss fight. We left. We left the room. We left, scaled down the building. We went to a, another building across the way and just shot at the sniper rifle to that boss to death. The boss couldn't do anything about it. And I love that. Yeah. I love that so much that the game allows you to do that. The game says, that's okay. Hey, man, if you want to do that, go ahead. And that is, that is an exciting thing. I think that's why I still have uh, hope in, in a Crackdown-like game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's less interesting to me in multiplayer, I guess. Um, I, yeah, I guess that's it. That's our, that's our scale-bound talk. Poor scale-bound. That's, yeah. that's, like, that's a whole game. But, and that... Oh. I hope everyone's doing okay over there at Platinum. Oh, yeah. Kami, I took mental health leave. Mm-hmm. Again, allegedly. Mm-hmm. Allegedly took a month oh, off. Yeah, yeah uh, just crazy. Uh, I can't imagine being at that state where it's like, hey, man, you need to take a month off. You're dying here. Because that's probably what it was, you know, just working every single day. I'm trying to get to that state. <laughs> where we I'm say, Jones, Jones t- take a month get off, Get out Jones. of here. Yeah. <laughs> You're done, John. We still take our Christmases off. We still had some good breaks. (laughs) Oh. Oh, do you like that? Oh. Sounds like it's podcast halftime. Whoa. Already? Already. It's a quick one. (laughs) Better than the last podcast. (laughs) The following are the official sponsors of Easy Allies for the month of January. Michael Kozachenko, who you can find at Misha Koz. Mango. Simon Anderson. Ikeelis. Need a new car key or remote? iKeyless.com has been in the key replacement business since 2002. Check them out today and they can help save you up to 75% off of the dealership's prices. If you type in offer code EZA at checkout, you'll get 15% off of your order. Scorn, an atmospheric horror adventure developed by Ebb Software, set in a nightmarish universe of odd forms and somber tapestry. Go to scorn-game.com for more information. Sweet Justice, a sound design company based in England that's worked on Battlefield, Mirror's Edge, and Call of Duty. You can see their work and hear their work at www.sweetjustice.audio. All of these links are available in the description. Thank you to our sponsors. You know, I was just thinking of iKeyless. In the biz since 2002, you are, you are just at the tip of that curve of people using an I in a product name. Oh, yeah. Like 2002, you're ahead of the curve there. Yeah. Um, well, I was thinking is like hear our work at you know sweetjustice.audio. Mm-hmm. 
Like, you can only imagine, like, somebody going on there with, like, an iPhone or some crappy headphones. And I can't hear the range of your work at all. Just like, That's an audio joke. That is an I audio joke I for it. sure. I love it. You can't hear the range, you fools. <laughs> you know, but, you know, like, it's like, it's like going to the, Huber, it's like going to, like, a good theater. And, like, yeah. the sound you get from, like, a Star Wars movie compared to, like, trying to hear it on, like, totally. your crappy TV, you yeah. know? Oh, that's, that's so, such a funny comment, that's though. That's so room. good. <laughs> you fool. Go to Sweet oh. Justice on your computer with yeah. good speakers. Oh, that's great. Request it at the theater. Turn around to your projectionist and say, excuse me. <laughs> Would you mind? Uh, before we go to Love and Respect, I want to cover one interesting thing that also popped up this week. We saw, for the first time ever, a prototype footage of Megablocks Halo. Mm-hmm. Megablocks, if you don't know, is a knockoff Lego brand. Knockoff. Well, knockoff. Competitor, okay. Okay, competitor. No, I mean, you didn't come up with that idea of that brick on your own. Yeah. You said, oh, that's a successful toy. Let's make it the exact same shape and size. Yeah. You're a knockoff, Megablocks. But uh, anyway, I don't want to get into that discussion. Uh, <laughs> basically, a really cool channel called P2P Online, who basically does this a lot, has, uh, I guess, anonymous people send in prototypes hmm. of canceled games. Someday we'll get scale bound probably, right. uh, uh, and plays them and had a twelve minute video just showing us off this game. And I think the general perception among the panel here is this is pretty cool, a Mega Blocks Halo yeah, game. Awesome. I know I throw this word around a lot, but wow, jolly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always a fan to see like a whimsical version yeah. of a popular yeah. franchise. Yeah. Let alone a very serious franchise. Halo yeah. was serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was it was, you know, refreshing to see just lighthearted Master Chief going through like pew 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 pew. Also reminded <laughs> me of the early Halo Combat Evolved. It was originally supposed to be a third person game, so if you look back at like the very early, oh, early yeah. versions of Halo. The Mac the Mac trailers? Yeah. Sure. Uh, so cool. it's kinda kinda remind me a little bit of that, kinda going back to the basics of the, the series. Well yeah, well what was what was funny though is there's like a lot of stuff that's very much like the Lego games anyways, like trails of Legos to follow and pick up. Um, so, like, yeah, what the, what, I don't know what they would be called in Mega Blocks land. You, know, you wouldn't call them studs. Mega Bricks. Sure. Yeah. They have Mega Bricks. Mega Bricks. <laughs> mini, mini Bricks. Knockoff Bricks. Knockoff Bricks. <laughs> uh, but there was one cool part that we saw where you're, like, actually built in a turret that... Oh, yeah. Sold. Jones said, wow, when you saw that. At that yeah. moment. Well, yeah, I wasn't expecting. Like, a little tower defense, yeah. Is it and there was a selection of, like, what he could have put in that base, so. Is it too soon, Jones? It it gave me Disney Infinity vibes, I'm not going to lie. Uh, no, it's fine. That'll be a bitter <laughs> yeah. pill. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. I mean, everybody's <laughs> sending me all the rogue figures. Two canceled, two canceled like, games. One actually came out. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, would I, would I would would I have rather that Infinity didn't come out? And was just, I just got some concept video a couple years later. Um, yeah, but it's just, you do, because the games are better in your imagination always. Right, and I'll always have those figures. So. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it looked fun. Uh, it looked amusing. It didn't look like it was trying to aspire to, to be anything other than a fun, you know, take on Halo. And that's what's weird. Uh, Had its own story. So the know? build was from 2013. Uh which is it's overlapping with the Xbox One, and it was only in development for the 360. And the rumor is because the synonymous source did not give a reason for its cancellation, uh, just that it was looked at and just said, you know what, we're gonna worry about Xbox One right now. Sorry, boom. Because to me, this looks like this could have been big. I yeah. I like it too. I like how Master Chief looks. The character models are great. Uh, it is a fun-looking third-person shooting game. 
Three, What's up? 362, that makes sense because they could have gone the Assassin's Creed Unity Rogue route of yeah. Halo 5 comes out on Xbox One and mm-hmm. this thing comes out on 360. Yeah, have the kids play it. Yeah. Crazy to me that I got canceled. Mm-hmm. Like uh, a Modern Warfare remastered pack-in or something. Yeah. <laughs> you can get like the deluxe version. You get this for free. and Yeah. You can also uh, play it on your Xbox One. I Yeah, I mean, I do wish they hadn't been so close to the Lego games that like, they had the like only places where they had blocky looking things were the interactive bits. You know, like the rest of the <laughs> yeah. world was just like whatever cartoon style. Mm-hmm. So I, I still want to see that that game where like it really looks like everything is built out of blocks and maybe that requires creating some kind of special engine like a world like a world like a world uh but it's it's funny that like you put that on like i'm really looking forward to it when it's you have it on pc Got early can, access. You can pl- it is only early access on PC. It's right early now? access. Okay. When we played it a year ago, it was not fully there yet. Yeah, this yeah. will be a year ago. Bit. True. <laughs> They've added a lot of yeah, a lot of stuff. Um, actually, I really like the. I, I'm glad you bring that up, Bloodworth, because a lot of the newer Lego games actually go like even a little realistic in their cartoony backgrounds. Uh, the way that the levels themselves look it was really kind of stunning in a weird way. Yeah. Uh, cool, really, really cool art aesthetic, and I think if the game came out, it would actually. Up this prestige of Mega Bloks. Mega Bloks does not have a great awareness. Right. I've never heard of it. Well, I think yeah? that they do yeah. have that Halo line, right? Like they that, do. That actually exists. They have a Destiny line. They actually have Call of Duty Mega Bloks. So that's, oh, that's Mega Bloks. That's yeah. what okay, they're, they niche they've, they've mm-hmm. done is they've done these things that are like too mature for Lego to, to put out. You know, yeah, adult themed Legos. Mm-hmm. I actually really love the Ninja Turtles Mega Bloks. Can give those a thumbs up. Uh, those are cool. Do you have Krang? Well, uh, I you know I'm addicted to blind packs. That's what I do. I don't buy the pack nice. the boxes. I just like buy blind packs and put it together into stupid Ninja Turtles. It's like gambling. Kind of. You don't know what you're gonna get. And you get a little treat. Yep. You never lose though. Yeah. You never go to the casino and it's, lose money. It's yeah. like well, I mean, you lose like, if you get one you already had. Mm, yeah. Yeah. That's why I try not to get more than one in a series. You gotta like watch it. You gotta be cool. <laughs> Maybe two or three in a series tops, but you gotta yeah, right. Hedge your bets. Getting a dupe would really stink. Um why am I still talking about this? Oh, because I thought it was really cool that uh Bonnie Ross, head of three four three industries, actually commented about this. Oh. It wasn't a thing that they just swept under the rug. Uh she wrote this on uh Waypoint, which is like the Halo uh messaging system board. Um over the past few days, footage what is that? Oh, Oh, I thought you were doing, like, money. I thought you were doing that. (laughs) Sorry, for listeners, Huber was rubbing his hands together. I was was grabbing my sweater. Okay. Sorry. Just grabbing a sweater. Over the past few days, footage has recently made the rounds of an exploratory Xbox 360 project we worked on several years ago known as Hagar. Since then, we've received a lot of great feedback from the community. Hagar was something we prototyped with our friends at Megablock. Mega blocks and that focused on the elements of action, exploration, and user creativity found within the Halo universe. Hagar had a lot of fun ideas and invention behind it, but ultimately didn't progress beyond the early prototyping levels that are shown in the recent video. This is just one example of several similar projects we have evaluated throughout the years, a process that we continue exploring on an ongoing basis. So pretty cool stuff in that message, actually. Yeah. As we talked about earlier in the first half of this podcast, Microsoft do more cool stuff. She's saying, like, we're trying. We're trying stuff out. It's one of many things, and we're still trying out. And she's been very clear that she likes the feedback, that she finds it interesting to how well-received this actual stupid Mega Bloks game is. Message received. Yeah. 
You know, like, you might not get this game, but we'll know that, that there were parts of this you liked about, about it. Right. That's Bonnie Ross being very good at her job, I think. Yes, I think so, too. <laughs> yeah. Communication. It's, yeah. Again, yeah. it's like, on, on one hand, you've got like, hey, I've seen some stuff come up over this thing that you didn't even know we canceled. Let me talk about it for a little bit. Versus, mm-hmm. hey, we canceled this game. Wait till you see 2017. Yeah. Later, everybody. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Oh, Check out on. these over yeah. here. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it, it's a magic trick. You're right. It's exactly that. Yeah, so I think that's a pretty cool perspective. Yeah. Uh, it's this weird kind of thing where maybe this positive attention this thing is getting might lead to something somewhere. It's the kind of thing like in Hollywood, you know, they hear a thing and they're like, oh, we only have that script. Let's put that script in. The, you know, it's that to me, that kind of thing. I'm, Dread 2. Was that happening or what? What's going on? <laughs> In development, who knows? Okay. Yeah. Everything in this town is. But I think that's I think that's a reason Sea of Thieves is a big game for Microsoft because yeah. it's like fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. There's like gears, like oh, and Marcus is back. Oh. There's like Halo, like Dad. oh, no, the Master yeah, Chief. Sure. Uh, you know, like everything's just so damn heavy. Right. And, and so Halo it's fun should be to, like fun. Sea of Thieves and the trailer they had at E3 was like people discovering it for the first time. And wow, this game's really fun. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm making mistakes. Ah, uh, you know, it's yeah. just no lot, not a lot of other things that they're selling that, that have that vibe. So. so that's cool. Uh, cool story. Cool thing that just popped up this week. Who knows if anything will ever happen, but I'm so grateful for P2P Online and whoever leaked yeah. that thing. Keep leaking. Yeah, yeah. Keep <laughs> leaking those games. I know you, sound in, you signed an NDA. I know it's illegal for you to do that. You're in trouble doing that, but we all appreciate it. <laughs> it's like cool that we got to see that. It's yeah. so cool that we got to see that. I, oh, man. Cool age that we live in. It is now time for Love and Respect. Love and respect. So let's start with a game. Yeah, let's start with a game. You all ready for a game? Sure. Okay. Yep. Hey, allies. I was recently watching a show where they played a game where they considered players and debated which one was valuable to their respected team. So I was thinking of you guys. Uh, you could possibly do this with games and game franchises and determine which are more valuable to their respected first party publisher. Cool. Which one is more valuable to their team? So not necessarily which one is more valuable game, but which is more valuable to the team they belong to. Hmm. Here we go. First example. Gears of War to Microsoft mm. versus God of War to Sony. I would say Gears is more valuable to Microsoft than God of War is. Gears. They need it. And Bloodworth. How do you feel about pillar. that? Yeah, I mean... They did start a whole studio whose only job is to make more Gears games. Right. The coalition is to say, hey, make Gears games for the rest of your lives. Yeah. Uh, that's crazy. So I guess that's an easy answer then, isn't it? I think it's pretty easy. Blood's debating here, though. Yeah. I, uh, I, th- I think it probably is Gears, but I feel like, I don't know, I feel like they're kind of even. Yeah, it's close. It's at least close. It's an interesting question. Because we weren't, we, uh, it was always a curiosity. I mean, I think we knew before we saw the God of War trailer, we knew God of War was coming back, but we just didn't know, like, is it is this the trailer? Is it going to be at this event? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it wasn't this... I don't, I don't remember the conversation ever being around God of War that, like, is God of War coming back? Because it has to. Sony's in trouble if, like, God of War doesn't come back. Yeah. It was like, if Gears just went away, we'd be like, ooh, they don't have a lot of franchises left if they lose Gears. So, yeah, but I just... I do think Kratos is a top three face of a character characters for Sony. Sure. I agree. Because Sony doesn't have, like, one person. Yep. They don't have... Well, yeah, in that you know, sense, there's... There's a couple. Ratchet. Yeah. Ratchet. Nathan Drake. Nathan Drake. Kratos. Yeah. 
He's up there. Delson Rowe. Love it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the weird thing is like, <laughs> like Sony has a lot of games that like we gravitate to, but they don't necessarily produce a lot of those like iconic like characters that like anybody spots on the street, you know, and like a like a lot of th- like like even Parappa. It's like one of those things. It's like love Parappa. But you put Parappa out there in front of like a bunch of random people. That's like, just what, a cute dog. What's that? Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I think Kratos is almost at that point where people are like, oh, God of War. You know, I think it's almost there. Uh, here's a one where people are very certain. Halo for Microsoft versus Mario for Nintendo. So, yeah, I mean, Mario is definitely more important. I think Mario's Nintendo. Sure, yeah. Mario's yeah. Nintendo, yeah. Right, when Nintendo gets a theme park, it's like, oh, Mario gets a theme park. Yeah. Yeah. But it's weird because it's like... I can't They're both know. basically in the same position for both companies. Mm-hmm. It's just like Mario is just that much higher. Yeah. Overall. Right, exactly. Like Mario, it's like, it's it's a linchpin and not just the Mario series, but like, it is that icon. It is representative of Nintendo. It is all of these different games where Mario is going to pop up one way or another. So, yeah. I don't want to think of a world without Mario. Don't do it. Yeah. I don't say we're not. I don't say we're killing these other characters. Okay, okay. This is just who's more important to their team. Okay. It's not. Okay. Nobody's dying in this game. Okay. We do get a lot of those. Most of the games like, we started off where they're like one yeah. lives, one dies. Yeah. And like, yeah, you know what? We got to stop doing that every time. I, yeah. I, I think there's probably a, a even a section of fans out there that would say, "I just wish it would have ended after Halo 3." Sure. Halo like, fans are thinking it's weird these days. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. Well, I wish it ended after Galaxy. So, <laughs> Forza to Microsoft. <gasps> prove uh, it right now. That I wish it ended after yeah, Galaxy? Prove to me right now that Super Mario Galaxy 2 is a bad game. Oh my god. I dare you. <laughs> prove this. In 3D World. How dare 3D you? World as well. This guy plays like 10 land. minutes of Galaxy 2 and says it's terrible. It's at, at least a half hour in is the point I was at. <sighs> Tell me why. End this, end my nightmare, Kyle. It gets to the point of just adding blocks. It's just building more game to me as opposed to building an adventure. Obviously, I can't prove it. I'll take the prove it ticket. I'll take the loss on that one. I said something snarky I shouldn't have said. <laughs> Good job, Huber. I'm I'll proud of you. Yeah. Way to assert yourself. That's the way you use a prove Don't it ticket. Don't let it win, ever. I love that, yeah. That's a good use of the prove Don't it ticket. Don't give Kyle an inch. Have you really not played that much of the game? I got to uh, the spicy chili Yoshi level. Okay. That's where I got. And I'm like, you know what? Enough. I can't remember how far that is. Enough place, video but... game levels. I've seen enough video game levels. It's fine. There's more. I get it. <laughs> it hurts. It hurts so much. Uh, Forza to Microsoft versus Splatoon to Nintendo. So I thought this one was kind of interesting. It is interesting. Well, it's almost like I feel Forza is naturally important to Microsoft where I feel Nintendo has made Splatoon important. Mm-hmm. Wait, what do you mean by that? It, like, I, I, like, I don't outwardly look at Splatoon as a franchise and think like, oh yeah, that's, a, you know, this is great, but like, oh no, this is going to be integral to Nintendo's success. Whereas like seeing Splatoon featured so prominently in that Switch trailer was a surprise. Because I think it is. I think Splatoon is super important to Nintendo's growth. Yeah. It's a, hey, they made a new game finally. We said we, right. you know, we're talking about Microsoft making yeah. a new game. Nintendo almost never makes new games. Well, like eight years from now, we're gonna are we gonna be on Splatoon eight? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no, it won't be Splatoon eight, but we're I mean Splatoon four. Sure, yeah. but I mean we're we're on Forza ten. 
Nine, ten. Well, oh, you're saying because they are making a force a game ding, every ding, single ding, year, every even. single year. Like, all right, that's a franchise that is important. To yeah, them. yeah. No, like, they're not doing that just because, like, ah, we love Forza. It's like, mm-hmm. no, we need this series. Sure. I, I really, yeah, I, I, I feel like Forza is a, a very considered investment for Microsoft. I'm honestly not even sure that they make money on Forza. Sure. In any form. Wow. No, because they, you know, the cars pay to be in there at some point. I bet. No, no, I they bet pay you have to pay a lot the, of money for those cars. Yeah, they pay and the they other pay way. a lot of money to way. get those cars to look as good as they do. Yeah, and yeah, it's it's. I really, I I really think that Forza is a franchise that they throw a lot of money at just so that they can say, "Hey, we've got you know the best racing franchise that's out there this year," and do that year after year and like have that as a linchpin. Yeah, in, in their marketing strategy. And I know this sucks to say, but I kind of think that's what console manufacturers should do you mm-hmm. can take a loss on software because that's kind of like the part of your deal you can make some games that don't sell like crazy you can put out scale bounce okay so moving wanna, forward yeah, i don't want to be that guy but gears halo forza yeah you know uh, on here we go this one's oh man this is weird we'll see how this does mlb the show to sony metroid to nintendo this is tough, actually. Saying MLB the show. Because, yeah, that's a year. Like, we talked about them putting out that every year. Mm-hmm. That's the number one baseball game. It's mm. Like, yeah, it's basically the only baseball game. Does Metroid matter that much to Nintendo? No. It, it would not seem currently. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it. It's pretty It's cr- interesting to think about. They but obviously, about like, it. obviously Metroid's a bigger franchise. Obviously, right? Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's but a franchise. Why, well, I, I mean, yeah. that's the thing. MLB is, is it's a licensed product. Like, um, I would say MLB The Show is a bigger franchise than Metroid. I'm going to say it right now. Yeah. Metroid is in the past. Mar- Market-wise, it's it, done. it is. I hate to be, like, stomping on dreams, but they clearly don't care about Metroid fans. They came out with one handheld spinoff in the last God knows how many years since GameCube. Or is there one on Wii? Metroid Other M. One on Wii, Metroid yeah. Other well, there M. were two on Wii. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's been a long time since they gave two shits about Metroid. I've had enough. I mean, Metroid MLB. is a difficult proposition. I mean, Metroid is is very much about us fans speaking loudly. It's it's not a game that makes money. Yeah. So. Sure. But there's dude, MLB the show is there's a passionate fan base out there. Yeah. That you know isn't vocal. Like then that's the thing. Like you're saying, Metroid. You know, fans speak up. They want more Metroid games. Are clamoring for them. They they hunger for it. Whereas you know, one of my best friends, he gets the show every year, and it's his game for an entire year. It's all he plays. That's so cool to me. And yeah. You know what the thing is? Sits in his garage. Yeah. Trying to pitch a perfect game. Wow. Every like every week, every day. He's Does just, he ever do it? He. <sighs> Emotional. He got it one time because he was going for the trophy. There's there in one oh, of the tro- shows. That's so cruel. In one of the MLB shows or, yeah. or multiple, there was a trophy for doing it, and he got it in an MLB the show that doesn't have the trophy for oh, pitching a man. game. Oh, so it was like 2009 or something. Yeah, it was one of those years. So Brutal. no proof really if he yeah. didn't like record it. Yeah, like, uh, man. He's like no. So oh. he's been trying to re- reclaim for years. that. Yeah, he ever since throughout the game. Because you have to do it on, like, normal settings. You can't cheese mm-hmm. it. It's tough. Before we get the corrections, it could be argued that there were three 
because there was well yeah there was there's metroid prime 3 and then there was metroid prime trilogy yeah oh you know i wouldn't let that in i wouldn't let that in no No wii u metroid game right there's a little metroid park in uh, nintendo land but that's yeah just the virtual console releases of Mm -hmm. the wii wii games yeah i'll allow it i'll allow i'll allow mlb but at the same time it was you know again like it's a you're not gonna put you're not gonna make or like a throwaway Metroid mainline game. Yeah. And you know, it was very clear towards like the back half of the Wii U cycle that like they were doing a lot of throwaway games and or or games that they invested in, games that they knew were going to give them some kind of a return. So Metroid is in that weird spot of like don't really want to put a Metroid game out on a failing console because it's already a smaller portion of that market. Yeah, before everyone executes me in the chat of saying MLB The Show is more important. So if we see a Metroid, Metroid game, we actually are more likely to see it now because it could have been started on oh my Wii God. and like, let's just wait for the next system. Like, what if we find it's out coming. what Retro is working on on it's Thursday? What if, what if we get to see what Retro is working on? I know I don't want to talk about this on the podcast, but I'm sweating. Think about what Retro is working on. Oh, boy. Can so let's Metroid, do please. let's do two more. Uh... Oh boy, Conquer for Microsoft versus Crackdown for Microsoft. <laughs> crackdown? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, at this though. point, Crackdown. Well, Crackdown because in that press release they say look forward to 2017 because mm-hmm. Crackdown three. Yeah. Well, they put they put Conquer and like what's Project Spark, and everyone's like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. Yeah. Well, if they said here we have a third person platforming Conquer game, everybody would go nuts. But they're like, "No, oh, it's in Project Spark." It's like, "What? What?" <laughs> and the uh, Hololens Conquer just looks so disgusting, and oh my god, yeah. Uh, what is happening with Hololens? Hololens is that thing ever going to be like a consumer level product or not soon? They said we're delaying the consumer level for a long time. We're going to keep uh, developing it as a tool, uh, but yeah, I don't. We're not going to be playing Hololens games in the next three years. Hmm. So again, just another big waste of E3 time. Look, like, yeah. hey, look at us playing Minecraft. It's like stop <laughs> it. This is not. Easy. You're never going to let us do this. Like, oh my gosh. Oh, that gets me miffed. Oh. This is so much fun. Okay, so um, Uncharted for Sony versus The Last of Us for Sony. I love this one. This is the last one. Yeah, it's Uncharted. Well, Uncharted, but I mean, that would have been my answer a year ago, but now I don't know. It's a deep question. Yeah. Uncharted, like commercially, Last of Us. I mean, I think I, agree, it, I think it yeah. could flip with like, Last of Us too. Yeah, I think Uncharted had a, I think Uncharted had more to Uncharted Four had more to prove than Last of Us Part Two has now. Mm-hmm. Like I don't it, it, like like Last of Us Two coming out now is not like okay, Naughty Dog, prove it. Like prove what? It's amazing. It's one of the best games I've ever played. Whereas like Uncharted, it's like okay, yeah, new console. Like we, you know, you, you made three, and you know now you're, now you're doing another one. It's called Thief's End. It's like okay, well, what's the, you know. Why did you make another one? Like, why why did you look at the PlayStation Four and go, no, no, we're not going to do what Naughty Dog usually does, which we're going to abandon that franchise for that gen that was great. Moving on, no, we're continuing it. We got to make one more. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, I don't know, Last of Us Part Two, it's like, oh yeah, just do that thing you did. Keep doing that. That was great. So but. I was I was leaning Last of Us Two on this one hmm. uh, because kind of what Huber is talking about. Uh, Sony likes to have a live orchestra at their E3. 
I think they like having this game that gets super high ratings on Metacritic. I think they like having the one that's oh, yeah. cooler to like. I think Last of Us is cooler to like Wait, than I'm Uncharted. Sure, 4, though, was the highest rating game on Metacritic this year. It was. But but still, there's something more crit like you know like you uh, I know you love the little like leaves. Yes, you know, Last of Us Remastered has those Talking leaves about on, on the poster box. when it, like you, you put your award Over that you got. You have a fifty little... Game of the Year awards. Yeah, it's like their Oscar. Mm-hmm. Game, you know? Yeah, <laughs> so it's a little bit of that prestige, I think. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's Uncharted. You're right. Uncharted is just a bigger franchise, more marketable. Mm-hmm. Making a movie, you can do you can do either way with it. You can have fun with it, but you are going to also be serious. Mm-hmm. You can have funny moments. You can have Drake come out and do a funny bit or do a serious bit. Where you can't have Ellie Ellie come out and be like, hey, hey. you know, yeah. it's like, well, all serious, it's all drama. Like, she had the joke book. She had the joke book. A little, yeah. Just not There's, as much as yeah. as Drake. Yeah, I don't think you're ever supposed to laugh at those jokes. I think it's just supposed to endear you to her, right? Mm-hmm. Some of them. I mean, you laugh because it's they're kind of stupid of jokes. Yeah. I love stupid jokes. Okay, like your uh, stand-up special. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I honestly love those kind of jokes. <laughs> <laughs> so I was always just laughing at them. Cool. Uh, so that was the game. Thank you very much. Uh, love and respect, Dylan. Cool. Thank you, Dylan. That was a fun game. It's I always nice it. to have games that don't have right or wrong answers. We all feel great about ourselves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now I feel terrible. I just want to play Metroid. Oh, it's going to happen. Don't worry about it. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, let's do... This one's fun. This is not even a question. This is from Alexander Zirnayov. <clears throat> PlayStation color is blue. Xbox color is green. And now, with the Switch... Nintendo color is red. Red, green, and blue forms full spectrum of color gaming experiences. Nice. We did it. We Just made the it. The thing is, is I feel yeah. like Nintendo red is kind of classic anyways. Like the logo default is red. Mm-hmm. The yeah. NES they represented was red. Now the one they went to Super Nintendo, they like kind of went to purple, and then and it's the only real standard color on the on the old controller. Yeah. Was black, white, gray. And so red. It, and then it like. GameCube default was purple, and then Wii U or Wii was, I guess, white. Mario's outfit's red. Yeah, uh, I think they switched. But the red was really the was main thing. Red. Right, right, yeah, iconic. <laughs> I think they switched the logo to gray the during the red. Wii, right? It was during the Wii time period that they switched yeah. to the uh, ovular logo. Yeah, the racetrack I logo. I actually don't remember when they changed the color of it, but yeah, but it, it's been all kinds of different colors. Oh my god! Feel an ovular correction coming on. No, that's ovular? why I switched it to racetrack. It's okay. more like a racetrack set Two shape. Two days until we see Bowser on the Switch, baby. Will Bowser <laughs> reveal himself? Oh, yeah, you know I think he it, is. Yeah, in some way. Okay, oh. man, I, I got, I'm having a hard time picking right now. Because they're all so good. Yeah, they're they're really they really are good questions. We could talk for another hour. Um, this is interesting. Okay, you win today, Michael. Here we go. Hey, allies. One bit of news that got by a lot of places during the hustle and bustle of the holiday season is that Age of Empires 2 received a new expansion called uh, expansion pack titled Rise of the Rahas, which features four new civilizations and campaigns. Listeners, wow. Huber is going nuts right now. Huber's going home alone right now. <laughs> what? Kevin McAllister in I'm front of us. I'm streaming this tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, uh, Am I crazy in thinking that Age of Empires 2 is not the most recent game? 3 was. It's not. Yeah, it's not the most recent game. That's <laughs> okay. the point of this. Dude. So, uh, this expansion is the third pack for Age of Empires 2 released since 2013 as part of Microsoft's efforts to support their Age of Empires franchise. An expansion for Age of Mythology was released in early 2016 as well. 
While the DLC isn't quite up to the caliber of the original games, it is still a total blast to find an excuse to boot up some of my childhood favorite games to play all new content. My question for the panel is, what other video game releases released ages ago would you like to see new content for, even if it is created by a different studio? Personally, I would love to see mm. that Giants Arch Arcstone from Demon Souls finished up. <laughs> Makes sense to Huber at yeah. least. Yeah. Um, or explore a new world in Super Mario Sunshine. Love and respect, Michael. Man, I, we just got one with Duke Nukem. Love that. The best. I love that. Yes. So explain that. Explain what happened with Duke Nukem. Uh, like three or four of the original developers for Duke Nukem 3D got together and added an entirely brand new episode that picks up after Duke Nukem 3D. It's a continuation oh, of the game. I didn't even know. It's canon? It's canon. Oh, that's so cool. And you go to some of the best levels in all of Duke Nukem 3D. One of the reasons I love Duke Nukem 3D so much uh, is is different than Doom. I just love the levels, like mm-hmm. the aesthetic of them, the way yes. they look. Yes, I relate to this. Um, Big time. Oh, some of them are so cool. You go to like Amsterdam and China. Uh, you go to, to back to Hollywood. It it was it was so much fun, and it felt like classic Duke in 3D because they made them. They made the levels. Yeah. So it was so it was what so cool. Would the panel like to see like that? What do you want to see more levels of of an old game that you truly enjoy? Uh, the Legend of Zelda: The Wind Waker. <laughs> oh, blood! Great answer. You want more dungeons? Yeah. Yeah. I, I want. I want. E- well, I mean. Yeah, I want either the dungeons that they had concepted, you know, that those items, like, you just kind of picked up those items in weird little caves. Yeah. Or I would like to see... The hammer. Uh, an expansion of the underwater Hyrule. Because when I first got under there, I'm like, oh my gosh, there's going to be this whole world down here. And there wasn't. It was just like a strange little path. Like one little path. Oh, blood. You you struck an arrow to my heart, yeah, man. Winner. Oh, to be yeah. able to walk around in that high rule. What is yes. Damiani doing right now? <laughs> and I, I think like a lot of people, I'll get this correction, will say like, well, a lot of those dungeons ended up in Twilight Princess and Skyward Sword, that you know the canceled ones. But you're right, you just want to see them. Sure. I mean, and it doesn't yeah. have to be something that was from the cutting room floor. Just yeah, yeah like expand it in some way, or or you know have it be post game and before Phantom Hourglass or something, and just. Sails off somewhere else, you know. Really, really cool answer, Blood. Uh, what have you got, Jones? Prototype 2. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, not a bad two. answer. Uh, I would love that. It'd be great. Uh, I wonder if the game ever had any expansions. Uh, if if in any form from any developer ever I got any any kind of an addition to any SSX game I've ever played, I would be overjoyed. I loved that uh, the SSX came out that I played on PS3 because I just love, I preferred that over the 360 controller. Um, For tricks, especially. Came out, yeah. yeah, came out with... Eddie's Mountain, like Eddie, the, the the one of the characters from it, uh, had it was just like it was like one of those big things where it was just one mountain. It took forever to go from the top, like all the way down to the uh-huh. bottom, uh, and that was great. That was oh, definitely, so you're definitely worth like a weekend. The of, new SSX Deadly Ascent de- or, uh, had Eddie's Mountain as which DLC. they just renamed to just SSX. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool. That's, That's a great that. answer. Totally boot that um, game back up. That that Star Wars Battlefront game was good too. They should have released some more stuff for that. They still are. Yeah, That's what is joke. it? They just yeah. <laughs> you going to the Death Star? I, Death Star was great. Uh, I think there's the Rogue One stuff yeah, just came oh, out. Yep, 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 and yep, I yep. imagine uh, Episode 8 stuff is probably locked and loaded mm-hmm. for this year. Battle no? Frontier. 
We got a we got a sequel to that game. Oh out this right, year. right, right. Oh, speaking of speaking of games, adding a ton of stuff. One of the things I I I didn't really get that deep into it, but for like three or four hours, I popped back into Drive Club, mm-hmm. which is the first time I really had since they had added weather, which was like really like a couple of months after launch. They did so much to that game. Like what was originally there, the thing I reviewed was like a slice of all of this content that they had added. They put in this whole bikes expansion. They had all of these other expansions and tracks and stuff. I, I started just driving a you know driving through a whole new campaign. They had all these little mini campaigns. And that was all free DLC. You didn't have like a season pass or something. There was both. Oh, okay. So there's a mix of free and paid stuff. So I just went through and just like started downloading all the free stuff. Cool. It was hilarious because Sony sends you receipts for each one. Oh yeah. So you I had like email 18 too. emails about yeah. free things. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, it was definitely a fun way to spend a night. Can I say uh, The Witcher Three, please? Uh, just every six months. We'll no, get that's a, a cop out. That's <laughs> a cop out. Give I'm me kidding. an old game. I'm no, I got one. Like Age of Empires two. I got one for you. What do you got? With brand new music to accompany it. Streets of Rage two. Oh wow! <laughs> Add some stages. Mm. Add some new mechanics. New bosses. New characters. A couple new characters because Duke Nukem visually. It was a big upgrade. The mm-hmm. stages. They they took advantage of the lighting and everything. It was it was definitely a bump up. So like a little bit of a bump up while retaining the vibe and the and the, the visuals. But uh that's what I would like. Did you ever play the three DS version or like everything yes. was, was yeah. pretty cool? Wait, you did? You downloaded that three DS version? Yeah, me and Don talk about it all the time. That's so cool. Because yeah. Don loves three DS Sega Classics. Mm-hmm. That, that was, that's a good overlap. That's yeah. There aren't a lot of overlaps of Huber and Don. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's so cool. Um, you know what? I don't have an answer for this. I was thinking the whole time that I'm probing you all for questions, and I don't think I got one. What? What do you got? Maybe. What? Because it's already flawless. Huh. What about like one new location at Shadow Moses Island? <laughs> Metal Gear Solid 1. From Kojima himself. No, no. Kojima comes out I'll, and he I'll goes. Take, no. I'll take some extra content from Metal Gear Solid Four or Five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> five especially. Let's yeah. Five. Yeah. 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 Uh, mission, mission fifty-one, sixty-one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The number. I think it's oh, fifty-one. Yeah. yeah. Mission fifty-one. Mm-hmm. That's that's the correct. I answer. think one, two, can, three, or five. Can you imagine though, Hubert? Like, wouldn't it be so wonderful if you and I could just sit down and 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 multiplayer one-on-one four GoldenEye maps we had never played yes. ever. It's like four brand oh, new God. GoldenEye maps. Yeah, I couldn't first, imagine our it. first time. It was like, here we go. Yeah. We're like, where, well, where am I? Whoa! Yeah. Like, oh, I found the gold gun in this room. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, so like the Banjo Kazooie. There's a second floor. Like, <laughs> I think I spent my answer would be Banjo Kazooie. I mean, oh, I haven't yeah. played through two yet, but I just love the way I that those worlds. Two yet. So cool. All right, got to do that sometime. Yeah, well, the whole time they were pipping Perfect Dark, I was like, I just want more Goldeneye. <laughs> like, <laughs> stop the stop making this game. It's not going to come out for three years. Give me more Goldeneye. And it came out before one year DLC, later. before really any. You know, wasn't a big PC guy. So yeah, man, that's like, oh, funny. Just want more levels. Okay, uh, I do have one last one. It's not really a question. It's a follow up, and you know I love follow ups. Mm. Okay, so this comes from Jake Mercray. Hi, allies. Have an update for you. Last summer, I told you about my daughter, Erin, and her love for Undertale. I asked you for recommendations on another game that would be good for her to play. Do you remember that, John? Yes. Um, I introduced her to several games you recommended, and she enjoyed them, but not to the extent of a game she found on her own. 
She recently discovered my copy of Dragon Quest VII and is totally engrossed. Nice. The slow start was an issue for me, but uh, but I put the game down and never finished it. But... Her love for the game has taught me a valuable lesson. Don't judge a game solely on your own feelings. We are all we all bring our own experiences with us when we game. As an older gamer, I couldn't appreciate Dragon Quest VII because I have been there and done that before. But this is a new experience for her, and that novelty has kept her engaged, love, and respect. That's thought that was cool. Excellent. Dragon Quest Seven. None of us brought that up when it was like, "Hey, she I'm loves." I'm curious what we brought up. In the, yeah, in the future, if people are gonna give us updates, it's, it'd be fun to know like what. You know, when, yeah, what she was into, when like, she hated, what, you can tell us. Yeah, what she I would hated love to know what she hated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that was yeah, that was a fun one. Uh, oh my god, look at all the questions I have to throw away. Okay, so it is now time for bets. Yeah, absolutely. If we affected with our love and respect question, if we affected it positively or negatively, let us know because I loved reading a follow up. Okay, next week's bet. Nintendo will be having a Switch presentation Thursday night. At 11 p.m. Eastern Time. How long will the YouTube upload of this presentation be? Brandon Jones. 59 minutes and 10 seconds. Whoa. Daniel Bloodworth. Give me tight. 57.24. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, I like it. I'm taking the under here. 38 minutes. Whoa. Short sweet, all killer, no filler. Whoa, I'm the biggest. And Jones is the biggest because I said 46 minutes and 6 seconds. Jones has got it. Let me lock those in. I got the under for us. Uh, So I think that's cool because we just have no idea. What this means is we have no idea how long this thing is going to be. Right. It's pretty exciting. uh, Especially because the thing the next day where they're really going to deep dive into the games. You're right. It could be the the Huber might win this. It could be super short. They could be done in a half hour. Yeah. Hopefully. It's gonna be twenty minutes long. We're all gonna hate it. Yeah. Well, hopefully, <laughs> no. The best, they, there's hope way like more. Hours. Like yeah. they do have a lot of ground to cover, but they don't have to go. Again, they don't have to go that deep in individual games, but they yeah. will probably talk about every game. Mm-hmm. The most they will depth. talk about a lot of specs. They will talk about however this thing is gonna get sold. They're gonna talk about price. They're gonna talk about release date. They're gonna do a whole lot of big vision pitching stuff i'm sure oh yeah honestly they need to spend 10 minutes on their store and where purchases go and yeah all ui those yeah for and sure then another 15 minutes on the uh, though, I mean, they might not and go that future much of metroid <laughs> like here's what we did here's what we learned yeah maybe we're making the switch one of my bets was how will metroid be spoken <laughs> and i really don't think it will be i really don't think anyone's gonna I know more about the guy and his dog i want him to come out like that fifa athlete who came out? Who's like? I got big dreams. Oh yeah, you know. I want the guy to come out with his dog and what be guy like, "What with his dog? I've had this the guy from the, tra- the, the trailer." The first oh, guy the opening saw. guy, Zelda guy. Talk about his experience. Yeah, you know when I first got Switch, Barney here wasn't really cool with it, but mm-hmm. he's got to spend more time with me while I'm playing video games. But like, I remember soon spending some time in my <laughs> yeah. New York City apartment. Yeah, I looked down at my friends; they were having a good time, and I thought, you know what? I should bring my Switch over there to them. I remember when I was playing basketball with three of my friends. We were taking turns while we waited for the baskets. And you know what? We thought of some time for some NBA 2K16. Okay. I was driving on LA freeway and yeah, yeah. there was bumper to bumper traffic. So I said, I'll pass the time. Play some Hearthstone? You know, you actually, Switch. the Switch exclusive Hearthstone? One thing I wonder that the, you know, there's all kinds of weird little questions they're going to have to address, right? Like battery life. But tied to that, like if you take it with you. Then what kind of chart? Like you need an extra charger, aside from the dock. No. Oh yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. You absolutely do. 
You're not going to take that dock in your backpack. Yeah, on a I'm assuming it has a direct charger. Yeah. Again, this will all be worthless Friday, so I don't like to dig <laughs> into it too much. Hope there's a um, car charger. There's no. No car chargers. Somebody will make a car charger. Oh, I mean, there's the car pole. They showed a car pole, a special product yeah, that yeah. Like, yeah. attaches Screwed your... Screwed into the so seat. So, absolutely. Excellent. Um, okay. So, last week's bet. We had a bet about Hatsune Miku Project Diva Future Tone. Which apparently is the best Hatsune Miku game ever, if, if people on the forums are to believe. Because, well, yeah, not just them. Uh, we went to Open Critic's top 10 most recent reviews. How many times will I see the word Miku outside of the game's title was the bet. Uh, but yeah, as I counted these, I was like, wow, these reviews are really good. People are into Hatsune Miku, Project Eva Future Tone. Apparently pretty good. Is Ben into it? Um, he's, he's got it. I, I don't, don't know if he's been, like started it yet. playing it. If, if it wasn't on Frame Trap, I thought he was going to talk about Frame Trap at that length. But We have a strangely busy January. I don't know how this happened. January is normally like the month off. So, Jones, you bet there would be two instances of Miku outside of the game's title. Brad bet 12. Ian bet 16, I bet 25. And I gotta tell you something. Uh, I had some conflict because sometimes it would say Miku Games. If you're a fan of Miku Games, I actually counted that. Yeah. Because I think it's referring to Miku as the game series. It's Mm -hmm. referring to Miku as the Mm -hmm. game's title. Um, If it said, uh, yeah, and if you've played any Miku Games before, I had to count that against the bet. And I couldn't count those. Mm. Still... There were 42 instances of the word Miku outside of the game's title. It'd be Miku and her friends. There was a song called I'll Miku Miku You. Like, there's two right there. <laughs> Good bet. Yeah, great. Good well, who knew? Yeah, yeah, There'd yeah. be that many Mikus. Well, not me for sure. Uh, so I did not know. That is the first point of the new year. That is the first point for the Red Eagles, who now have one. And the purple platypi have zero. <laughs> that was really good. Hubert. That's what it sounds like? I didn't know what it sounds like. Oh, yeah. He, yeah Pack he, him up. He didn't train. Do it one more time, bud. It's, it's, it's like a cooing growl. Yes. <laughs> You're both so good. I mean, basically, I basically yeah, the I'm getting no- intimidated by these platypi. <laughs> they, they basically just growl. They're yeah. like that's all they really do. It's a growl. But it's such a, like it's a cute growl. A cooing growl. A cooing though. growl. That, that, that's inspirational right there. Uh, before we wrap up the show, we should talk about Patreon.com/EasyAllies. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are Easy Allies. This is the Easy Allies podcast. How we subsist is Patreon.com. Uh, if you would like to support us, it's definitely worth checking that out and seeing what we can do for you and what you can do for us basically uh much like a kickstarter there are different tiers and the more you give us the more we try to give back to you if you are five dollars or more a month for instance you get this podcast early you get it on wednesdays as opposed to fridays before the switch event yeah. versus after the switch event <laughs> that's a big deal <laughs> it's a big it deal is. for some people <laughs> actually yeah i mean did we did there was some switch speculation did. against all of my efforts we did speculate still uh so yeah you get that before everybody knows about it uh so yeah that was um that's basically it i mean oh also you get to submit love and respect at that tier so stuff like that and yeah. you know um but it, you know it's like it's weird because like we say it but like sometimes it's just like I don't know that it always sinks in. Like, like no, for real. Like you, you are paying for this. You know, like this, like this is how this works. Like this is how we are able to continue to do this. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And so we are always very appreciative of that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's almost. I mean, we're coming up to a year. 
It's weird to be 2017 and doing Easy Allies. It feels really, really good, to be honest. I actually, it was interesting. I heard a, a story on the radio today where there, uh, somebody called uh, like magazines that like try to rely on uh, ad revenue as like being like outdated. Like they really thought that like magazines need to up their subscription prices because like that's the only way that they're going to be able to survive. Mm-hmm. So, Jeez. yeah. So think of it that way. Think of it like like a magazine subscription in a way. Oh, think of Easy Allies as a magazine yeah. subscription. Yeah. I mean, I would listen to more Easy Allies than I would read a magazine in a particular month. PC Gamer still coming to my house. Oh, my God. I used to EGM. I used to, oh, just tear through it. I used to read every preview, even like about NCAA football games. I'd be like, yeah, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'll read it. Yep. Video game coming up. I'll read those words. Yep. Oh, my God. They would. They On would your last. second read through, you'd have like mm-hmm. two read throughs. First read through would be like, all the prime stuff. Oh yeah, go through, hit, get get the heavy hitters. I'm not reading the letters to the editor. I'm no. not looking at the fan art. Yeah, skip. Then second time through, it's like NCAA football. Okay, yeah. I'll read it this time. Mm-hmm. Fan mail. <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah. yeah, every bit of Nintendo power for me. So mm-hmm. yeah, oh. I mean, even had a. <laughs> I even I didn't even think I knew what it, what it was called, but like I even had like a like a document, like an index. Where like I went through and like any time like any particular game that was mentioned, like I would write it down. Oh, so today would be an Excel sheet, basically. Yeah, that's wow. so cool. So and like so, I could go to that sheet and find like every issue in Nintendo Power that that game was mentioned in. That's genius. That's so cool. It was like thirteen or fourteen. Yeah. But if something's coming up and you're like, where have I heard of this game before? Oh yeah, that issue, and then you could go back to that issue. That's pretty cool. And the bindings always created a character. Mm-hmm. Oh well, not always, but they definitely had those years that they did that. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. cool. How can we be? That should be our goal. How can we be as good as video game magazines used to be? Right. Oof. That's our. That's like what right. our. That's right. on my. That's 2017. Yeah, that's on, my board. that's on my. That's on my vision board. Good. Just good. pages of VGM. Yeah. Okay, so because uh, the Red Eagles have won the bet, I have the right and responsibility to share my Twitter handle. I get to promote any Easy Eyes video I should choose. Um, I get to. I get the last word on anything I've disagreed with or want to reiterate. And I get to sign off with my trademark sign off. It's been a while since I won a bet. I just it has realized. actually. This feels new and fresh. Yeah. So Brandon Jones carried you basically. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, he made up a large portion of those points. <laughs> really <laughs> early on, like I had just boy, I had like a six week run. That yeah. was just glorious. Should be on so Vegas. We'll see. We'll see what happens. It's all video game bets. I don't think they let you do a lot of those in Vegas. Uh, so my Twitter handle is at Kyle Bossman, and I'm actually tweeting again. Yeah, I'm back yeah. on Twitter. Congratulations! Doing your yep. crunches. Hiatus is over. Doing my crunches. Uh, that's a weird reference to Huber started Twitter, and it's like this sucks. Why would you ever tweet? Ve- yeah, I was very reluctant to start it. Yeah, I'm not big. I wasn't big on social media. Like I don't really do. I do. I have Facebook, but I did it like once every couple months. Mm-hmm. Kyle was like, "You got to do it. You got to do your crunches." Yeah, it's like doing your crunches. You got to have a tweet a day. Yeah. I'm still not at a tweet a day. I still don't follow my own advice. And I'm certainly not doing crunches right now. Uh, I'll get back to it. 2017. Uh, Easy Eyes video. Please look at our analysis for the Nintendo Switch. Uh, post or past. It's probably going to be worth checking out. So that'll all be posted on YouTube.com slash Easy Allies. Uh, we're going to be talking about it a lot. We're clearly very excited to talk about it. There's going to be huge things happening, clearly. It is going to be our console launch. Easy Allies is going to go through a console launch together. And we were kind of together for like the PS4 launch and the Xbox One launch. But, you know, it wasn't the same back right. at Game Trailers at that time. Right. Yeah, that was before everything went down. Yeah. Yeah. And so now like we're just like this. 
like this group of friends launching a console together. I'm so pumped about this. Pure hope. It's a Pure huge hype. deal. Yeah. If you think like, oh, Switch, like, oh, just think of this historically, everybody. It's a huge, it's a Nintendo console. Oh, boy. High stakes. I'm worked up. <laughs> do you, yeah. But do you remember, though, when we did go through that, that PS4 Xbox launch and we had the whole, like, boxing ring intro? Oh, the CG stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that graphic was really cool, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had some high-budget stuff back at GT. We did a whole lot of videos for, for those launches. Yeah. Didn't save the site. Let us live a little longer. It did. Oh, you know? yeah. I mean, it's yeah, it basically started final boss men so yeah you're right yeah <laughs> survive for quite a bit <laughs> i just remember a meeting with one of my bosses where it's just like yeah we are um it was about gt tv in particular it's like yeah we're gonna do fewer episodes we're having a harder time getting sponsors but the new consoles are coming up and with that you know a lot of success for us will come and it's like well no <laughs> like we've seen this before when the xbox 360 and ps3 launched we we had a spike uh it didn't spike as high Weird. Why would I share that on a podcast? Uh, my these y'all is gonna be around for a really long time. Tune into our Nintendo Switch coverage. That's the thing, though. It's like we're not reliant on that. Yeah. It's, it's just so strange and nice to be uh, still in the industry, but like this different part of it. Uh, we're sucking off a different tube, basically. Yeah. I just for some reason like I, I imagine us like this little space parasite. Yeah. Like and like we're just. We're, like we're on a huge spaceship and we're like uh, we got gassed off and so we're just moving to a different part of the spaceship and we just tapped oh my in. God, that is so weird and, and freaky. We're like, we found this tube. God, Minox chewing on the power cables. <laughs> so freaky. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think, I think I'll stick with the magazine and. <laughs> my final word. Is that Mario Galaxy 2 is not that good. It's great. Oh my gosh. It's great. It's a bunch of great video game levels. You don't have to play it if you've played through Galaxy 1. And my trademark sign off. Tomorrow is forever all ours. Mm-hmm.